I'm John Dredge. And I'm Andy Harland. And this This is is the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular. Morning. Morning to you. (laughs) Right. Always always kicks off with a morning or a a good day, doesn't it? It's never kicked off with a morning before. Has it not? I'll have to review the tapes. I'll have to review the tapes. I can clearly state categorically and of course all that it has never kicked off with morning before that is my that is my statement of fact any other statements of fact in this week's brand new segment john dredge's statement of fact (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so um you're all right aren't you that right. is a statement of fact. Yes, yeah. that is. All That's right. today's yeah. secondary statement of statement fact. Statement of fact. Live and, yeah. of course, local. We are local to uh, to Hove, of course, to the Hove Plinth. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been in touch saying, where exactly are you? And uh, to them I say, listen to the previous episodes, you... It's a, I mean, that, that is a, another statement, statement of fact. Um, we do just say that to people. People, I tell you, people really disappoint me, John. They, they just do disappoint me. me. They always have done. They always have done me too. You know, that's the reason I, I wanted to burrow so far underneath the Earth's core in just, the first place. Just to escape the disappointment. Just to escape everyday disappointment. And, and here we are. you know what? It's people worked. bring disappointment to your doorstep. Every, actually, no, that's the postman. Right. Um, but he also brings disappointment, or she, to the doorstep. Uh, particularly yeah. as we have a lot of mail this week, uh, which brings all, me on all to female. this week's <laughs> statement of fact number four. Number four, we've got we, we so much, so many letters. Post. Oh, the amount. The yeah. amount is enough to, you know, well, to make you sick, really. Well, it is actually, John, because Deirdre from Kent uh, got in touch this week and she dispatched uh, oh, not her again. 25 kilos of silk. And I thought that was horrible. Thanks very much, Deirdre. We've also had uh, a letter from uh, Eric from Cheam. Um, thank you. Which for a start, you know, that's not a good start, is it? Well, I mean, it's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get a letter from somewhere, why not, well why, why not Barbados? <laughs> Why not somewhere sunny? You know, not not cheap. Especially, especially you when you find out if you just delve further into the uh, correspondence, it comes from East Cheam. East Cheam. So you've actually opened it and read it. That is, I would have just binned it. You see, you know, I, I thought I'd give him a, a chance. Give Cheam a chance. Give Cheam mm-hmm. a chance is one of the statements we've always made as a this statement this week's of fact first statement <laughs> is this week's first statement what's eric from east team got to say for himself john he or says you, did you just get a bit sad he, he says uh dear dredgeland um i'm enclosing a stamped addressed envelope please return it at once <laughs> so i've done that oh you've and you sent it back i said i've sent it back straight away i just hope, nice. hope he's happy with that you know it was a bit of a challenge. Mavis, uh, it was a bit of a challenge, wasn't it? Do you remember once we did Challenge Dredgeland? No. Challenge Dredgeland? No. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. Have we ever done Challenge Dredgeland? <laughs> I mean, it's very, very difficult to say, and probably even more difficult to do. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it's it is challenging to say it, let alone that's the challenge. <laughs> perform it. Uh, we haven't, but actually, it brings me on to another another piece of correspondence from Mavis. Of Penge. Oh, that's even uh, worse. Oh, 
Write Sorry, from somewhere uh, more. If you're going to write in, write from somewhere more interesting, please. Like Hawaii, please. Yeah, Deptford, somewhere else. Mavis from Penn just been in touch. She's just sent three pounds. She sent three pounds. Thank you. Thank you, Mavis. And uh, please get in touch whenever you feel like it. Yeah, I think she's just been emptying her purse or something. I don't know. But no, I've always liked. Awesome. I've always liked Mavis. Always. I've always liked cash. Yeah. Well, you know, we just have to go with the three pounds. Is it three pounds or three pounds ten? It's three pounds ten. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just be more specific. Actually, actually, I've got a letter here from Rommel, and uh, Rommel, uh, he says <laughs> he should change his name. <laughs> he really ought to. It's gone out no, of it's fashion. Bob Rommel. Bob oh, Rommel. Oh, Bob. Okay, Bob Rommel. Yeah, it's still not good, is it? Still not great. Well, wait till you hear where he's from, John. Where is he from? He's from Stevenage. I waited, and uh, didn't we? I've all? now heard. I've now Bob heard. Rommel's written in. He's, hey, he says, "Dear Dredgeland, yeah. uh, I thought I'd send in some uh, some artifacts <laughs> from, from the motherland." <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, thanks very much, Rommel. Here's one from uh, Ted Prendergast of Plinge. He says, oh. "He says, <laughs> I know you're disgusted already, aren't you?" <laughs> he says, oh, um, "I enclose uh, four pound ten. It's a postal order." Postal order? What? Are <laughs> they? No one tells us what to do by post. I tell you that. I don't really know what a postal order is, but he's enclosed it. I mean, I think it was big in the seventies, wasn't it? Oh, with Mo- and uh, um, Barabons were very big in the 80s. And, of course, Green Shield stamps were massive in 2019. Yeah, they were, which is uh, why we're opening up the Dredgeland Green Shield stamp appeal. Uh, that's right. It's uh, If you have any spare Green Shield stamps and, of course, or equivalents, uh, home brand will be accepted. Uh, please do post them to Dredgeland, 100 leagues beneath and or below the Hove Plinth Hove, Seafront Hove, Hove... Hove, UK Hove, Hove, of course. Um, yeah, that's a place I, mean, I can. Uh, that's that's the sort of place that we we're from. That is a place that you know. If, if someone said to to us, "Are you from Hove?" We'd have to comply. We'd have to agree. Well, we would comply. <laughs> we would agree with that in no uncertain terms, and 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 in some certain terms. Absolute fact. Yeah. Uh, and actually, Hove Hove is a very cheerful place, full of. <laughs> some cheerful people is it oh. to, to me it's full of disappointing people i mean you've gone back a little bit on what you previously said that you know they are disappointing um no people are disappointing but no i've got here a copy of the hove census from uh 2019 those were the days those were the days you imagine you imagine that do you remember i remember, remember that when we were off the air for six months and everything was okay I remember when you used to get the price of a census for uh, the price of a cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, luckily this census costs £7.20. We've received that in, in, in the post this week, so okay. it's fully covered, fully cost covered. So you've received a, a census from last year? Yeah, last year's census I applied yeah. for. I th- oh, actually applied okay. for it the year before. Can I just ask you one question? <laughs> you may. <laughs> what is a census? Oh, it's this document here. Okay, thank you. I suppose if if you couldn't understand it, it would be a nonsensus. A nonsensus. Okay, there it is. Wait, do you want to do the joke again? Or? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a bit of information about the people of Hove. Let's in hear the, it. In the, in the census. Not that we know what it is, or I don't anyway. 
mainly I mean, I it's mainly me it. it's mainly me that doesn't know what it is i'll give you that i'll give you that i mean you don't i mean you, you do know what it, it is you do know what it is i don't well i know what it i know what it's like <laughs> what is it like it's like this so it's a big list yep it's got everyone's names what everyone ever well no in hove at the moment it's filled it in oh okay well, last year Right. So people in last year's people's names. <laughs> Why don't they call it that? Filled then? it in last year. Why don't they call it that? Not a census. That's a complicated term. Why don't they just call it's it what? people who filled this in last year from Hove and, and it's their names? Call it that. Well, it's not. But it's not just their names. Well, what else is it then? Well, I've got their names, their occupation. I've got their age. Have you? I've got their household income. I've got how many uh, how many sheds they own per capita. That is that is interesting information. There's a there's a column here that just says bike question mark. Do they have a bicycle? That's probably what that column Do you want infers. Pick a name. I'll let you know. Pick a name. Yeah. Um, uh, Nancy McFarlane. Uh, oh, from Five the Gables. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember her? <laughs> uh, what was the question? Does she have a bike? Does she have oh, a bicycle? So yes. She does have a yeah, bicycle. Yeah. yeah. Also has a shed. So really. Is any other names? Uh, any other information you'd like from last year's census? Yeah, um, you remember Malcolm Collinson? Hold on, uh, ninety-eight Grove Street. That was it. I thought it was ninety-seven, but I no, ninety-five you know, to ninety-seven. Okay, ninety-five, ninety-seven. It was a big house. Um, what I'd like to know: does he does he have a bath? And if so, on what day? Um, hold on. Bath day, uh, yeah. it, and it's got in brackets S bracket close oh um it says tuesday it's just a tuesday that's yeah he does own a shed that's interesting and bicycle status <laughs> ah uh blank Bus- blank it's blank see some people um, just don't want to tell you that sort of thing do they <laughs> steve <laughs> steve's uh steve steve's filled it in has he he hasn't filled in his surname though has he Steve Blank, it says. Steve Blank. Actually, I know him. He owns that um, car park. Yeah, yeah, he's got Steve Blank's car park and cutlery <laughs> services limited. Yeah, it was an unusual sort um, of a combination, but it's worked well, hasn't it? It's worked well for him because with every car, you, you get, get a, a fork. Spoon, don't you? Oh, do you? I thought wow. it was a fork. No, no, it's a bike. Oh, bike. You get a bike. You have a system, have you? You, got, right, you park your bike, you get a fork. Park your car, you get a spoon, and of course, if you bring a tractor, you get a knife, complete the set. Wow. That's how it... So, you know... No wonder he's, he's doing so well. He's doing great, uh, but it does cost 10% more than any other car park in the local area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Per hour on average. So, what you got I the census Steve then. Blank's... Um, <laughs> his occupation yeah. is owner. That's um, all I wanted to that's, say. That's all it's got on there. And bath day... Oh, sorry, bath... Steve Blank... June. Um, He's filled out. So you've got the census there. I mean, you know, can I just ask you one further question? You, you may, John. <laughs> uh, what, why have you got a census? Well, I, just, I, I was a bit, I was a bit lacking in information on every person that filled it in. Yeah. And, and ultimately, because I felt so disappointed by the general public, I thought I'd get to know. You know the, the the occupants. Is that right? The word is that the right word? You're getting to know our prospective fans, aren't you? 
yeah and that's a get good idea the local people get get the information on the local you know the fans possible fans anyway uh in the area well, we- and uh you know what will be will be um what will be and you know because then you'll really be able to re- relate to the fans you know well, if we know was- what bath that what bath day they have we can really you know we can really hone in on that and and become we- more more niche we can post out some Epsom salts, perhaps. <laughs> uh, that would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Um, I, I've had an uh, I've had uh, another letter here actually from Tim Timson of Timothy. Uh, he says, uh, in- "Interesting to hear last week's podcast when you were talking about your new idea for uh, an action series." Yes. Was he right? Yeah, was it then? Right. Was it an action? I think it was, wasn't it? We were talking about. It was, it was an action series. Uh, it, had an, it was an exciting action-based uh, local series. It was. Yeah. Was it based locally? It was based locally. We must stress. It's regional. <laughs> regional, not by any means national. We do not no. favour that. We hone in on the local and, of course, the live. Yeah, no, it is definitely live, local, and of course regional. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was. We'd call it the store detectives, which was about a pair of store detectives who worked in a DIY shop. Yeah, sort of and it was like a, it was a big sort of going to be like a big action thriller dynamic. Wow, look at that sort of show, wasn't it? A lot of bangs, a lot of running up and down the aisles, wasn't it? As far as I recall, a lot of running down the aisles. Well, we went through some of the some of those in a lot of detail for. Yeah. for this person. Yeah. But I, I think that that I think that will work well as a pilot. I'm thinking of pitching it to the shopping channel. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I've got um especially when they did a DIY hour. I think it would fit in well there. They've got no other action series on as far as I'm aware. I mean, they did have yeah, Dempsey and Mate piece, but that was that they took that off. Well, that's a, they've lost the license, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. And the viewers Nobody wanted yeah, to right. see it. So I think, you know, if we go in there and we say, look, we've got an action-packed series for you taking place in the DIY store, they just roll over. Regional. regional. Not, not only that, it's regional. Um, so, that you know, we've got the pilot, you know, pretty much in the bag, haven't we? Or was it in the uh, satchel? It's, 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 it's a... It's a it, it. Yeah, I thought so. Um, <laughs> but we, what we've got is... Uh, what we need, really, is an idea for the second episode, isn't it? First episode. Is it second or is first, it first episode? A- when you've done a pilot, what is it? Is it episode one or two after the pilot? I don't know, because when I worked it out, it came to episode three, so I'm out. I'm, I'm, out. I'm a bit out. So, episode four of the <laughs> Store Detectives. We need a title. I think it should How be called Rusty four? Nuts and no, Bolts. E- no, episode four should be called. Episode four, the fourth episode. Oh, okay. I like that. Like the, the George Lucas style. Yeah. And New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> a, a new, new rope. rope a new rope yeah now that's the plot colin uh the local uh ironmonger <laughs> right he uh candy yeah what he needs to do he needs to get a rope <laughs> yeah. now why he needs to get a rope isn't clear um that becomes that's a bit of a mystery you know it unravels doesn't it <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you really get to find out more about it towards the end. I'm thinking, would you reckon an hour or so, an hour show? Oh, uh, now that's the thing, because a lot of um, modern day regional drama action series, they are 
sort of 46 minutes with adverts. I thought we should do one that's 98 minutes with no adverts. <laughs> and that would make it up to the full hour. Yeah, that would give you at least an hour yeah. of solid regional action-based material. I'll tell you what we could do. <laughs> give them the 98 minutes and then they can cut out all the bits they don't like. And they, yeah. can make it, they can make it down to a solid hour's entertainment if they want. Pure shopping experience. And action-based drama honed in, you know, to the same sort of thing. So, so Colin the Ironmonger, he needs a rope, goes in the DIY store. Store detectives, they're a little bit wary of him, aren't they? They are, because they know, they know his secrets. <laughs> they know his secrets about the rope and the iron and the, all the munging. And so they see him there, they spot him there, don't they? They just amble up to him. Mungering. Then suddenly the uh, Colin, right, suddenly he, he's got a bomb. He comes out, he said, I've got a bomb, I'm going to blow this DIY store sky high. And that's, you know, that's not what they were expecting. Not they what just, I was expecting either. <laughs> did you see what I mean? It's tense, isn't it? And it's shocking. <laughs> it's tense and shocking. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, John. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm tense. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> it's you know, it's a combination of two dramatic elements brought together in a way that's never been done before. In a 98-minute, you know, regional drama action style <laughs> series. Cut down to 60 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think just shoot a lot. You know what I mean? Shoot a lot of footage, a lot of coverage. Um, yeah, the more you shoot, you know, <laughs> the less they'll, the less they'll be likely to reject it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you can make a fortune on the DVD with the outtakes, couldn't you? Oh, you'd have to sell at least a three-pack of DVDs to, you know... You'd have, you'd, have the, you'd have the main episode, then you'd have the DVD of the outtakes, and then you'd have the commentary on a totally different, you know, CD. So that's three DVDs you've got and, 30 And pounds. the full episode as well. Not and just the full the episode, version. yeah. That's uh, a fourth DVD. Uh, the first episode of the series, which we now have decided will be called Episode 4. Um... So what do you think? The bloke gets out a bomb and they're shocked and tense. <laughs> and um, what happens next? I can't do all well, the work. I mean, I imagine at that point, you know, Johnson Boss turns up. The, the boss. The store manager. Yeah, the store manager himself, yeah. Who actually was in, in, in he was actually, he was on in the Falklands, wasn't he? In was bomb he? disposal before he, before he got a job in Civvy Street uh, as a regional <laughs> When did he do this? Manager. When did he do this? 1953? Yeah, Johnson Boss was... He's been know, there for the a 50s. while. He's been there for years, hasn't he? Since the Johnson late Boss. 50s. Yeah, so he's, he's actually... He was capable of uh, bomb dis, disarmament. Was he? Yeah. Well, good for him. No, it was, you know, it was good for everyone, really. <laughs> I mean, you know, when they took him on, they didn't realise how useful that would turn out to be. Oh, that's the thing, right at the bottom of his CV, you know when you put, like, other hobbies and things, and no, one read, no one reads that. He put... Disarmament. Disarmament. Yeah. And that turned or, out to be the key. You know, the key in this particular episode of the series. And that happened right at the end. That happens right at the end. That's the denouement. Right at the very end. They say to him, how did you disarm that bomb? And he says, I used to be uh, in bomb disarmament in the late 50s. He, Johnson Boss is definitely Scottish. He is, I think, there's no doubt. And, you know, so that's... He's a bit surly, you know, that's the a thing about, bit. He, about their he relationship. Is. Yeah. He is, when you think about it. I mean, you know that character development we did on it? 
when you see that much war and DIY, <laughs> that really, <laughs> really makes you a bit, <clears throat> bit unhappy. It makes you surly. There's no question it about it. He's completely surly. <laughs> you know, he's the surliest not only is person. He Scottish. He's a but he's been Scot- to wars and he works in a DIY trade. He is as surly as it gets. He is the surliest Scotsman you could possibly find in this situation. <laughs> this side of the Clyde. <laughs> he, you know, what a character though. You know, what a character. What a, absolutely I hope there's a BAFTA for characters. Yeah, I think so. I think there should be. Um, and then, so what about the typist? Does she come in at any point? Because we've got this oh, other character Marie, hanging about. Marie Typist. Well, Marie Typist, <laughs> actually. Now, this is interesting because uh, yeah. Colin, the uh, ironmonger stroke bomb maker, <laughs> you know, he Terrorist and purveyor, and yeah. purveyor of uh, he, fear. what he's done, when mm. he came into the store, he cut all the, all the communications. He cut the phone lines. That's clever. Before, before he entered the store. So, Marie Typist actually had to send a message via... Uh, the medium of uh, what was uh, Morse, isn't it? It's Morse to the police. Unfortunately, why, is the police... Say, why is she sending it in Morse? Oh, because there's no phone. So what? So she just knew Morse. She she just got a Morse communication device in the office. No, she's uh, she's got a certificate in Morse, hasn't she? And ah. uh, type history. See, because I thought. <laughs> see, my initial idea, if you remember, was that she was going to come out and throw the typewriter at him. Yeah. But she's you, a little you haven't more gone respectful, with that. isn't she? You haven't gone with that, have you? I can see why it's well, out. It's out of character a little bit, isn't it? I feel. I think that you know, these things. These things we deal with at, at the writers' table on a regular basis, and you know we have the ideas. You have your ideas. I have my ideas. <laughs> I have my have ideas taken out. You have your have ideas put in. It's as simple as that. And you know I can see that happening. So you know episode there's no four. There's no reason Marie Typist can't actually clobber. You know. The, the Iron Munger, Colin Iron Munger, with, with, with the typewriter, the typewriter yeah. at the end of the episode. There's no reason why she can't, but all I'm saying is she's communicated with the emergency-based services yeah. via Morse yeah. using her typewriter. That's, that's unusual, isn't it? So she's actually used the typewriter to communicate in Morse to the local constabulary. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, Just to get it clear. That is what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Um, I think this she is... was actually, she was in the uh, office at, at this stage when when the incident occurred. And everyone <laughs> else on the shop floor. But, one, one further question. Yes. What, what, what are the actual store detectives, the heroes of the uh, programme? What are they actually doing for, the, for this? Ah, well, this is, this is part of the problem. This is obviously... They're not doing a fat they're lot. Well, Derek and Ronald's store detective actually were, were accidentally away from their station while all of this was occurring. Well, where were they? Because they were try- they were dealing they were dealing with the lollipop theft <laughs> uh, in the in the garden extension. Oh, right. Section. So they've missed out on this whole thing, have they? Well, this is it. This is one of those episodes where the know, main characters aren't in it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of peril going on, but it, but they're not aware of it. Opportunity to step up and save the day. Okay. Okay, I like that. So, yeah, I think a bit of a rewrite is required there. I like that. So, in this episode, the fourth episode, which is the first one that most people will see, um, I think, yeah, that the, the two main characters are not in it at all. Well, no, they're, they're, not, they're in it, but they're just not in the thick of it. Yeah, they're kind of in ah. it because they're dealing with the lollipop theft in yeah. the garden centre department at the back okay. of the store. What you're saying and is... they've been tracking this lollipop th- thief, yeah. you know, in... It's in a subplot. It's a subplot. It's exactly that. And whilst yeah. all that's kicking off... You're two you know, strands of plot there. Yeah. 
you know, you've got old, um, you know, Colin Iron Mungo who's brought his yeah. bomb in and threatening. What's what's his threat? What's the threat <laughs> level there, John? What's the threat, the threat level? Well, the threat level is is you know it's pretty high on 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 the agenda. Um, Would you say it's a I big bomb? <laughs> I'd say it was blooming pretty big. Yeah, Sizable. I'd say it was fairly you know fairly weighty. Um, oh, wow, well, what what That's we need really... to what we need to work out, of course, is why he wants to blow up the DIY store. We well, need to work out. Point. We need to work out why. Now, why would he? Because you know it's going well. You know the, the plot development is you know absolutely brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Make sure the two characters aren't in it. Although you know they're dealing with plot B. Plot A needs a bit of work, doesn't it? So let's ask the uh, listeners if you have um, any ideas uh, why Colin the Ironmonger has brought a bomb into the DIY store. Let Whilst us looking know. Looking for rope. Um, and we might cut you in on on the whole pitching process. So good oh, luck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's it's just that's you know, the least we could do. That's just a, a small, you know, a small problem that we can fix in in post as well. Get 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 in, get in touch. Is that what you? I know all the jargon. Um, what I'm going to do? I'm going to fix it, send it to the postman, and he'll sort it out. Oh. Or postwoman. Fourteen minutes past two. Um, yeah, there. Time for a travel update, John. Uh, the, following, the following roads are now squared. Uh, we've got the B three five six, the G eight zero two seven, and of course the M five uh, are now officially squared. Uh, next week, the following numbers, of course, will be cubed. Uh, that's the M eleven, the A nine, and the G four one four eastbound. So <laughs> yeah, uh, traffic and travel. Uh, yeah, the weather forecast coming up. There's going to be uh, snow falling on high ground. Uh, the low ground will be avoided and the middle ground is completely out of the equation. Uh, more on Thank that uh, in our next programme at four. Um, as it develops. Wh- have you compiled... Um, you know, we need to get some shopping, don't we, at some point uh, down here. We're running out <laughs> of uh, baked beans, aren't we? We are running out of baked beans. <laughs> I thought you'd mention this. Um, yeah, I because have started to compile a list. I mean, I'm starving to death. I mean, there is that You're slight not. problem. I'm You're, starving you to not. death. You don't look withered. <laughs> the last time I had anything to eat was about four weeks ago, and I'm not one to complain. But is that is that is it too much to ask that you f- you s- actually do something rather than just asking a change? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I hand other things on. <laughs> I was working out the Such plot as? to the store. I was working out the plot to the store detective, as you well know. Oh, okay. So you four week, yeah, fair enough. The plot um, devices and post or pre-production <laughs> process, yeah, okay. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, the food came second. That was a secondary thing. That was your department, right? What and you so, want? <laughs> um, I'll have a couple of, um, <clears throat> a couple more cans of beans. Yeah, two beans. I've got potatoes, spuds. Yeah. Potato you, spuds, chips. But what are they? What are potato spuds? Are they a new form of potato or? It's a new brand, isn't it? It's new a local brand. brand. They branded it. Local they branded it. Potato spuds. Potatoes. Oh, they did an advert. They wanted us to read an advert. Do you want to? Should we actually? We should probably read that. Have you got the advert uh, there to read? Yeah, but they wanted they wanted one of the characters done in the regional accent. Can you can you do that for us? Uh, what a regional hove accent. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. It's okay. a potato spud company. Okay, you 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 read the first line, and then I'll read it out in a, a Hove accent. This says muffled. 
didn't want them what I want I like is potatoes and I really want them now and that's could a, do better than that that's a really good Hove accent I can't improve on that alright I think that so, says I really like potatoes and I'd like them now yeah there you go and oh they didn't mention the name of the product there no that was just the first line of the advert oh sorry I thought you'd finished <laughs> in character oh okay you read your bit I'll read my bit Potato spuds. They're the best potatoes to get at this time of year. What with the fact that, you know, it's a bit hot. So, thanks very much. Uh, potato spuds, uh, available from all good stockists. Uh, anyway. And a couple uh, of bad ones, actually. Potatoes. There's a few down the road that oh. I don't like, and you can get them from there. Yeah, if we don't. Actually, that's in the census. We've got... Hold on. Is it? Yeah, occupation. Bad shopkeeper. That's uh, uh, Tony, Tony Legg. Bad shopkeeper. Yeah, and not uh, particularly good. Not particularly good at uh, at bowls. That's what I've heard. Yeah, actually, he's awful on the old. Uh, he's lawn rubbish, bowls. isn't he? He's, he's rubbish. Have you seen him? He brings his own astroturf along, and you know he gets one. Of, he picks up the bowls and he just basically throws it at the other competitor. It's overarm. Yeah, I mean, what's and he goes. What is that? He, go, he says things like, "Take that." And yeah. have that on you, your head, your nit. And you're not my wife. You know, mm. stuff like that. He's a terrible He's an man. aggressive bowls player. There's Don't no get... need. <laughs> Violence should, should, should not okay. occur on the pitch, should it? On okay. the bowling we, pitch. We, on the bowls pitch, correct. I'm not one for bad-mouthing a local business. I'm supportive. We all know I sit on the local chamber of commerce. Yeah, yeah. But Tony Legs. Shop is dreadful. Right, let's move on. Um, okay. Would you like crisps? So, yeah, this shopping list, um, you're, so you're, 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 you're compiling spuds. it. You're compiling it now, are you? So, yeah, two tins of beans, potato two spuds, uh, crisps, uh, fork, fork. Can I have a fork? Well, I mean, what? You want a. I want a fork. Want a f- yeah. Fork? Yeah. How do you spell that? F O R K. It is with a K at the end, yeah. Right at the end. Fork. Not in the middle. You've got the F at the start, you've got the O in the middle, I suppose. There's the R that comes after that, and the K finishes it off, doesn't it, normally? That's a fork. And rounds Um, it off. Would you like like anything anything from the egg section? Yeah. Eggs. I'll have eggs. Um, Just some eggs. Um, Just some eggs. All right. Yeah. Any denomination in particular? Just, just, just some. Just a, just an amount. I'd like an amount. Certain amount. Undisclosed amount of eggs. Undisclosed amount. Uh, See what they give us. Can I have um, a knife and a and a spoon? Right. You want all a full cutlery set? A full set. Yeah. The full set. List them individually. I'm collecting them. I've now I've I've used up three lines of the list. (laughs) Full cut- you? you should have just said full cutlery set. You haven't got to go back and cross it out, have you? Well, I am. I've already done it. I've crossed it out. I've crossed out fork, F-O-R-K, K at the end. How many Ks have you put at the end there? One. Just checking. Well, there's, there's full cutlery set with a K at the end. Full cutlery set with a K at the end? Yeah, full <laughs> cutlery be set. Full, that would be full cutlery set. Yeah, that's what I've written. Well, that's wrong as well, isn't it? I'll have to cross that's that out too, wrong. won't I? You've got to be careful when you're doing these shopping lists. You've got to be more specific. Well, or, as the, or as the people down the high street say, oh, more Pacific. 
I hate people that say that. Well, that's why we're down here. Disappointing. Disappointing, yet cheerful. Cheerful. Uh, and is it Cross out, make sure you cross out, you know, don't, you know, only cross out what you need to cross out because we're not made of ink. No, actually, we should get a pen, put that on the list. What are you writing uh, with? Not I'm a fork. With a, well, sort of got a toothpick. I'm just scratching it into a piece of paper. But <laughs> right, yeah, we do need a pen. Okay, pen. Yeah. Um, mash. Uh, two two helpings. Um, Good. A piano. No. No, because I'm t- you know I'm taking up the piano, and I haven't got yeah, but... one, have I? So therefore, I've been you know it's been difficult. Would you like me to procure that from the big shop, or would you, do you want me to just go up to? You know, our own department store to get one down from pianos and percussion. No, see, that's why I haven't got any pianos because I've I've given them to the uh, superstore. I've yeah, put the ones I had. Plus. I've put the ones I had into the superstore uh, inventory. So well, we are I'm, waiting on the first profits to come through on that. But I'll, well, I'll add a piano for the time being. It's yeah. Right. Um, could you make sure it's in? Even. Could you make sure it's in the key of F? Um, why don't you say that? Oh. <laughs> you haven't got a cross out of the doubt, have you? Well, I've got to cross that out, haven't I? What have you? Hold on, what have you crossed out? I've put piano, key of G. You've gone for key of F. I should have been more specific. I, I, I know. Right, I is know. there anything else on the list? Because, you know, it's time to wrap up the show. Is it? People, are, people have got things to do. Um, Ideally, write us letters... Pitch us a plot for episode yeah, just six. What's your? What are your views on how to end the uh, end this edition of the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular? Write uh, in. No, 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 no. We've had a letter no? on that. We've had Have a letter. we? Oh, what you mean? We've got yeah. a letter with with a, with an ending. It's this week's final correspondence. Ah, time now for yeah. this week's final correspondence on the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular. This one's from Mitchell. Mitchell Froom. I've heard of him before. Yeah, Mitchell Froom. Eight. Uh, 8GY I think that's just the end of his postcode um, Mitchell Froome <laughs> with two O's you need the postcode don't you you got is it is it in Morse it. is it in Morse um, I mean it's not well, I could Morse it for you give it a go mm, alright hold on I just could get my Morse just um, can you keep the people entertained I just need to get my, my <laughs> I Morse can't. machine out <laughs> But you know what? I, maybe skip the Morse then for the time being. Um, no, it's don't, okay. Don't worry too much about it. Don't worry too much about putting their postcode into Morse because I'm sure the listeners can do it themselves at home. What we need to know is what we need is the ending. We need to know what the ending is for this particular episode of the show, don't we? We need to know. Yeah, that. That, I mean that's what Mitchell Thrun was <laughs> doing. He's he's communicated it in his missive. Well, you you've been interrupted. But I have have I? I apologise. Well, you asked if it was in Morse or not, and it wasn't. Right. Okay. Mitchell Thrum, eight GF. <laughs> yeah, that's the final so, part of his postcode. We've got that now. We've all written says, it down. Yeah. Dear Dredgeland. Yeah. Particularly disappointed in you because you haven't yet finished an episode officially and or properly. Okay. Thought I'd thought I'd throw you a bit of help. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, we do need a proper ending for this one, so... He said know. he'll be in touch next week. 
What you mean he hasn't enclosed the ending for this week? I, I think it's a two-part letter. No. Well, now we're stuck. So we just have to get a good, gonna have to busk it as usual. We hope uh, you've enjoyed this particular episode. Um, There's nothing here, John. Nothing on that letter. Nothing. There's nothing in the envelope. No. Hold on. No. No, okay. Uh, well, um, we'd just some like crumbs. to... Uh, some crumbs. That's hardly a winning ending, is it? We can't use that. I think it's hot. Hold on. Have a taste of that. What do you reckon that is? Tastes like beef stew. Beef crumb? Crumbs of beef stew. Oh, it could be... A, it could be... Um, ah. Yeah, that's what I Oxo-cube. thought. cube. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Stocks cube. Thank you. So, with the uh, crumbs of beef stew wafting towards the end of the show, that was an unusual sentence, wasn't it? P- a perfect one to end this week's podcast. Thanks very much for listening. We say goodbye to you and remember goodbye. That'll have to that, do. That will do. Right. That will have to do, I'm afraid. I'll, um,. I'll just, I'll reply. I'll, I'll send you back reply, response. Reply so we've got a better ending next week, okay? Yeah. Thank, we're, all, we're, all, we're all counting on a Mitchell Throom. 8GY. Thank, thank you. Thank thanks. you. Bye then. Thank you. Bye.